0: Transmitting from the Mojave Wilderness in Joshua Tree, California, now is the time for Desert Oracle Radio, the voice of the desert.
1: Night has fallen on the desert. Where, despite several days of concern from the national media... desert remains the desert. Whether the flooding caused by Hurricane Hillary was especially severe will depend, of course, upon your specific location and your specific knowledge. People who've long lived in the desert know that when a lot of rain comes down in a hurry, Roads wash out and you learn about the latest failures on your roof. It's the nature of the desert. It's why there are enormous fan-shaped washes easily visible from every canyon opening from here to West Texas. Is why Caltrans snowplow trucks are deployed to the east side in the summertime. To clear the mud and other debris. Beer cans, pinion trees, pickup trucks, entire cows, unearthed human skeletons, etc., and all that comes racing down in great churning torrents of watery mud every time a thunderhead breaks over the hot ground beneath. When you call a water witch to your land to place a well, Long before the witch reaches for his or her dowsing rod, they go to the visible washes. Because the water is generally underneath the washes. That's where it seeps down and collects after those cloud cloudbursts. Water can be in a lot of places underground, but the washes are always a good place to start. It's how the ancient Persians brought water to their palaces and cities by running irrigation pipes from those mountain washes. No water on the surface, but they knew there was plenty underneath. Have you ever seen a water witch at work? It's a beautiful thing to behold. We have ancient reserves of great power within us. The first water witch I met was 40 odd years ago in the backcountry of San Diego County. There was a guy named, I don't know, Larry or something. Mortimer, maybe. Maybe it was a biblical name like Hezekiah. Well, Hezekiah pulls up in a beat-to-hell old pickup with a ladder rack and tool bins. No hubcaps on the wheels, the late 70s two-tone paint faded down to one. As an all-rural intercourse, there was initially some laconic discussion of various things that had nothing to do with the task at hand. Did you hear about the Granger supply in Santee? I guess it's moving to El Cajon. It looks like that Indian casino might be approved for Pine Valley. That sort of thing. A big middle aged cowboy looking dude in work boots and sagging lee jeans. He lit a cigarette and squinted at the land going up toward the hill and he sniffed, like a horse does when it's surveying the trail ahead. After walking around for 10 minutes or so. Smoking and gesturing with one hand and the dowsing rod swinging low in his other hand. He suddenly stopped and the conversation stopped. I fell back with the landowner it was a natural and automatic reaction. We did not speak. We did not watch him. We were looking around in the other direction, watching a couple of buzzards soaring in lazy circles high above. I don't remember much about the dowsing rod. It was a willow branch, I think. But in time since, I've seen other kinds. I've met some other water witches. And I've seen their dowsing rods vary from a jerry-rigged contraption made of copper pipe with a length of wood connected by a rusty spring to one that was sort of overdoing it with the New Age decorations, including a hawk feather. But this one was just a branch, as far as I could tell. Well, he circled around this one area for a bit, and then headed to another, and we'd just sort of glance in his direction every now and then. So I missed when he hit water Just heard him holler back at us Here you go
0: descend on five Southern California counties. Tons of water submerged 30,000 square miles of populous beach and valley towns in the Los Angeles area, leaving 200 persons dead or missing. With property damage estimated at $25 million, what once were streets and boulevards, now are raging torrents of swirling flood water. thousand persons are reported homeless as the tide undermines dwellings. The specter of disease hovers over the area as sewage systems burst with the rushing water that carries all before it. Railways and all other means of communication are out of commission in the worst storm ever to hit Southern California. Long Beach is under the rush of water that swirls toward the ocean. Cafe staff photographer Mervyn Freeman brings exclusive pictures of destruction riding the flood as a North Hollywood bridge falls victim to the elements.
1: all he said. So we met him at the spot, which did not look any different than the 10 acres of scrub brush around it. Well, what do you think? The property owner asked him. It's up close, I'd say 40 feet. The water witch had some survey ribbons in his pockets and he pulled one out and he tied it around a scraggly sage and that was that. Well, later I heard that the well driller hit water at right about 40 feet. Good clear water. This is Desert Oracle Radio with Soundscapes by Red, Blue, Black, Silver. The issue with these floods, whether from a rare hurricane or the usual summer monsoons, is not with the desert itself. The desert's fine. It's with the human-built temper structure. So the interstates flood, the uh, railway lines flood. Boulders roll down to the roadways, the telephone poles might get knocked down. Maybe an Airbnb. Tragedy, uh all bachelorette party takes a couple of days or weeks or months for the people in their machines to push all that stuff out of the way, clean up the mud, push back the flows, patch up that chunk of asphalt that washes away every couple of seasons. Half the roads in the Mojave Wilderness got washed out during last week's storm. They'll patch up the crucial ones first, the ones that connect the commuters to their jobs and the consumers to the stores and the casinos. And in time, they get around to the others, like a scenic route around the quiet side of some public lands, a state or national park is really what you need to consider when you're hearing about storm damage. The damage is just to some stuff we built. We the people. And that stuff is generally under-maintained and in need of replacement anyway. Or is ugly and just let it go, better yet. Besides, you can always get wherever you need to go on a horse or on foot, although you will need to walk at night if you don't want to die in the summer sun. And night has its own special conditions. Tonight is the time of the Night Stalker, the mountain lion especially, the Night Stalker Supreme. I only see the signs of the big cat day to day. massive prints in the still damp sand after a summer rainstorm or the discarded leg of a bighorn sometimes the dog will trot out from under a big juniper with a hoof sticking out of his mouth the leg dangling out the other side just the lower part no meat on there all gristle and hide and bone and you are reminded it was sad when the cougar who unwillingly carried the bureaucratic designation p-22 was well, was killed by its captors under fluorescent lights, apparently as an act of mercy. This was last December in Los Angeles. And should not that great animal have died on a mountaintop watching the sunrise, what is wrong with people? They make cuddle-buddy stuffed animals and fundraising t-shirts and coffee shop murals out of the image of B22 to celebrate its life they make it a little friend the animal pal an anime furry speaking baby nonsense on social media accounts the mountain lion will avoid you in almost all circumstances But the only other time it will give you consideration is when it kills you. Because you are just what nature ordered for a big hungry cat who maybe missed a couple of meals because of people just like you. People driving cars and semi-trucks at night waiting in a line of headlights at the National Park gate to watch the meteors. Which is a fundamental misunderstanding of where the meteors are. Etc. Some people run outside with the iPhone or the rifle every time an animal just tries to slip by in the night. Its presence caught by the $30 Bluetooth night vision security camera surveillance device glued to the front door. So the deer run off, and the cougar goes hungry again, and now it's got to get across the highway dividers and the barbed wire and hope to maybe get something later. Maybe a cottontail or something. Maybe you. Why not? They are beautiful, like all predators. But they are not cute. They are killers. That's their mission. To kill other animals and to control a large territory, P 22 may do in nine square miles of mountain and canyon surrounded by eight lane freeways. Although its necessary territory should have been more like 300 square miles. We honor them by fearing them, by getting out of their way. You fear the cougar out of respect. As you also understand that its health and vitality is the measure of health and vitality for the place where you exist, yourself included. You and where you live. It does not say funny things. It does not reference the Barbie movie on social media. It prowls. It stalks, it breathes the cold air of the mountain night. It slips into caves in hot summer, waiting and watching. Fear it, because it is divine, full of wrath and beauty and danger and dignity. Desert Oracle. I was surprised to hear you say that you are optimistic about the future. What is there to be optimistic about? Seems bad to me. All right, I'm going to address one of these letters an email in this case because I get a lot of them and I'd rather not. You know, it's depressing. I'm not here to convince you or anybody else. I'm not your life coach, not your therapist. This program is for entertainment purposes only. No warranty is implied. Now, sometimes people will get mad at this radio show because they imagine that the situation that provides the material is impossibly different than their own life these complaints invariably come by email or comments on the internet podcast reviews that sort of thing the internet breeds hostility and grudges and ignorance an unhealthy environment for one and all luckily it's all breaking down so quickly that we can pretty much ignore it from here on out when's the last time you searched for even some basic fact and got that result first or even within the first page of results Pick up an encyclopedia set from the thrift store. The used paperback shop, if you still got one around. Whatever sort of Sanford and Son junk shop that's likely the last surviving business in a half-mile strip of abandoned retail. See if they'll throw in a Bible and the collected works of Shakespeare, and you'll be better off than 99% of your demographic, whatever it may be. The vinyl record fetishists will spend $35 on some bad soft rock album and leave entire bins of dollar classical records. Get the latter. What were we talking about? Optimism. I believe there's a real chance to be part of a world changing for the better away from this technological and economic suffocation. A world removed, and revived, and released from the cruel erasure of human enchantment, human understanding of the sublime. The world's population is peaking a half century early. There are plagues and troubles to come, along with the passing of the biggest generation known to humanity. But on the other side, there is light. Already the cracks are everywhere and everything. And as a modern poet said, that's how the light gets in. Enormous parts of America are simply vacant already, small farms unprofitable to the machine, whole towns with social halls and festival grounds, all connected to the wider world for trade and culture, but easily defensible too. There's a reason those cheap houses accounts are so popular. Look around. See where you might have a more rewarding life. about Chernobyl, how mankind's worst accident became a Garden of Eden in 30 years. Because we were not there, we meaning humanity in numbers. The time will come much sooner than the experts predict. The experts who have been wrong about all of their growth estimates. It's beautiful on the other side. And it's within reach now. You've been following the rules your whole life, a lot of you. How'd that work out? From Amboy to Zyzix and across the great Mojave wilderness, you've been listening to Desert Oracle Radio. With soundscapes by Red, Blue, Black, Silver, and I'm your host, Ken Lane. On Saturday night, October 20, I will be bringing Desert Oracle Radio to the spooky old ruins of the Hot Springs Bathhouse in Hacumba, on the edge of the desert, Hakumba Hot Springs. That's about an hour east of San Diego, hard on the international border. There's lodging if you want it. I don't know any details. Give them a call. There's a bar restaurant that will be open. But this is a secret and holy show with none of the usual internet ticket brokers. Instead, I think they're going to ask you to drop some cash in the bucket, like you're at church, you know? You ever go to church? I don't know what it is. $20 donation or something? Don't worry about it. Thanks to everybody who supports this show on patreon.com forward slash desert oracle. Thanks for subscribing to our pocket size print periodical at desert oracle.com. Thanks for your patience. If you subscribed in the past week or two between COVID and the hurricane and the desert oracle storeroom flooding, I'm a little bit behind, but I'm catching up. Don't worry. I got everything to higher ground. Now I just got to get it back in place where I can get to it. Good night from the Voice of the
0: Desert.